This is... <laughs> Great tag. This is Done. crazy. Okay, this is Crazy C. And I'm Omar Gaddafi of Afraid of Figs, <laughs> and you're listening to... I ate a vegan. <laughs> no, not necessarily. <laughs> I'm losing the NWCC radio. Let's NWCC try that again. Radio. Holy cow. All right, do it again. Hi, I'm Mike Wally Walter, and you're listening to the Northwest Convergence Zone. Coming to you from the man cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone. Everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone. Uh, this week's edition of the Northwest Convergence Zone. I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. And I'm Double D. And I'm TK. Hey, it's nice to see you, TK. Yeah. Good to have you back in. And of course, Voxy and Double D, it's always good to have you guys. Uh, we love you guys. Squeeze, Wonder Boy, and the Saint are here as well. We are we all missing somebody still? Uh, yeah, we'll get yeah, to that. I wouldn't that. say missing. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we're missing. <laughs> well, yeah, he's it's having a better quieter there's, there's, here a, without him. Actually, I do kind of miss him. There's somebody he's who's a better absent. time than we are. A way better time. Well, I don't know, man. They're in a van heading back right now. Yeah. It's probably stinky. They had a better time. Sweaty. Wet feet. I, I hope they have air cumulative conditioning. cumulative hangover. Of course, we're talking about the Gimmer, who has, uh, been down, has been down in South by, Southwest, and Austin. And in the second half of our, the second hour of our program, we have a little update from the Gimmer as to what's, what he was doing down there and, and how things were going and, and so forth. So uh, we'll look forward to listening. I had a dream about it that. last night. You did? He tried to feel my boob. That's weird. That wasn't a dream. <laughs> that's every time you see him. <laughs> that's, like a, that's called a flashback. <laughs> okay, a little PTSD going on there. <laughs> what what uh, is that? Post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. So anyway, no, uh, you, that band that we uh, just heard coming in, that is Astrovan with Hollywood Shuffle. And uh, lest you think we are taking a, a break from stellar bands next week, we have Dread Effect, Blackbird Orchestra, Astrovan, and Daniel Blue from Moto Pony. And it you're going to miss it. It just keeps getting better and better. I am going to miss that. 
That's that's that is a bummer. That that is a. And you're gonna be so depressed sitting out in the sand by the ocean, <laughs> with the sun shining yeah. on you, all hot. And I feel thinking about <laughs> us. I know. I, I feel the uh, I, I feel the resentment seeping in. <laughs> the sand. Uh, when are, when are you taking the Northwest Convergence Zone? You know, like on site to one of these fabulous places you go. That's what I I'm. I'm Robin Leach here with the Northwest <laughs> Convergence Zone in Antigua. <laughs> Uh, I, we should. When we're we should, on scene. Yeah. We should set that up sometime. We should, you know, on a, on a road show or whatever. Take take uh, two or three Northwest bands somewhere crazy oh, that'd with be, us. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. Uh, next stop, St. Like Kitts. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it with you and Roy? I don't know. Well, just, there are a lot of horses in Roy. Yeah, that's what I've I'm thinking. He's out there visiting farms. Um, anyway, uh, hey, uh, we you know on NWCZ Radio, <laughs> we gave everybody lots of options. What are you doing over there? Have you gotten retarded? I said moo, and, and Double D had to inform me that is not a horse. Well, thank you, I, was, I wasn't trying for the horse. I was going more for the farm yeah. aspect. Captain oh, Obvious over here working for Sesame Street, filling us all in on the animal sounds. And the cow says. Jeez. Uh, the guitar says. Anyway, That's right. starting on Wednesday, we had uh, Wednesday through Saturday on NWCZ Radio, we informed you of something free that was going on every single day night all three of those uh because that's what we like to do we like to help you out it's tough economic times and if we find quality free things that you can go to um we want to we want to inform you that robbie walden anybody go get get down to see robbie i, I know Do, i know wonder boy tried but uh it was a little late for a school night for him because or his Wal- car blew up or something right something like something that. about a car blowing up then on thursday which of course <laughs> was saint patty's day uh the saint and Double D and I went down to the uh, Tacoma Art Museum and saw Quiet Shoes, the film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? It was, uh, well, I really liked it. Double D fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and the saint, he was thought texting. it was, he, he was texting, but he thought it was good. I saw him post uh, 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 something on uh, the Northwest Convergence Zone Facebook page. No, actually, page. I didn't fall asleep. I really enjoyed no, it. No, you it know what? The real, here's, the tr- here's the truth. He did not fall asleep. You know Double D has the ADD going? I do mm-hmm. not. I do not. I'm do sitting not. next to him through the movie. <laughs> I got DDA. And my <laughs> <laughs> oh wait no that's dyslexia I'm confused. I felt like an earthquake. I thought we were in an earthquake for really? for a half a second, and Why I was that? like, "What is?" I'm looking around, my seat's shaking, and everything's kind of shaking. And I realized his knee is bouncing at a, like a rate of you know like Jeez. a thousand times per second. Just too much wondering. Red Bull here. Huh? No, I haven't had any Red Bull. No Red Bull for me. I'm just running this fast. No, that's just he has <laughs> Red Bull running through his veins. And then I crash every once uh, in a while. It was a great <laughs> film. It was a lot of fun. And if you're if if you live in Tacoma or have lived in Tacoma at all, it was really fun to watch because a lot uh, the whole thing was filmed you around here. The, but yeah. actually, you know, you didn't. That's the thing. Oh. I was spent half the movie going, "Where is that? That is really cool. Where did they film that in Tacoma?" Huh. And there wasn't a lot. Of, they were, you know, they told us there weren't a lot of landmarks in it. That's true. They did mention that. I w- although I will say, what's the bridge they went across? The 11th Street Bridge or the Harry Morgan They bridge. must have been the last people to drive across that bridge because there's a scene where they're driving in a car wow. chase across that bridge, which, of course, now nobody can go across. And then the next scene was it was closed with the barriers on it. And yeah. Across, so. They were running down the street with it closed. <laughs> so. It was pretty good. So that was fun. It was good to see all, uh, you know, Lori Madsen and uh, Bon Bon Wheelie, coolest name in rock and roll, was there. And <laughs> KP was there. And it was fun. So, uh, and then on Friday night, we, a lot of us here, Squeeze, Wonder Boy, Double D, 
Saint, myself, we went and saw Solar, who laid down a fantastic set. Um, Did a great job. They have uh, Life Center is a big, big church, and they did this free show. And they have this huge screen that goes across the entire stage. And Solar had this big, huge banner. And there's a picture of it up, I think, on NWCZ Radio on Facebook. And it just, it was fun. They, they were tight. They were really good. Um, they, pay, they only played, what, like four or five songs? Four or five songs. Four or five yeah. songs. Um, but it was very good, and so that was fun. And then, of course, Saturday, uh, I don't know, did anybody go down, to go up, go up, I guess, to uh, Bellevue, to the Factoria Square Mall, and see Mariana's Trench? Great band out of Canada. I didn't make. I was working. I drove by it, <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah, so I drove, anyway. up, I drove up towards there. Bought Wonder Boy a new, uh, new used car. Took it home and ended up breaking it myself. Yeah, uh, that's the story of your life right there. Yeah. Your, your sibling, your, your brother, oh, yeah. Wonder Boy. Yeah, your brother. I was going to bring that up. You know, we had an article, a very nice article, printed Thank you. in the Tacoma week in the Tacoma Volcano, the Weekly Volcano. Um, by Jason Baxter, and of course we want to thank Matt Driscoll, of course, who's you know the editor of the the fine paper. And there was a picture of us, and I'm the bald dude in the middle, the really? bald guy I in the middle, that. which was funny. I'm the girl sitting down there looking like God. These guys stink. Did you yeah, see the well, look on my face? I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were taking a dump, but anyway. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'm so glad we got that on here. <laughs> but it was a very nice article. And then there was a blog they put up on their uh, website where they quoted you and like Kevin and yeah. uh, a lot of the disc jockey, Dave Sampson and a lot of the disc jockeys. And it was very, very nicely done. And we really, really appreciate it. want to thank them for that. And if you didn't get a chance to read it, just pick up. The Weekly Volcano. It's the South Sounds alternative paper. They do a great job. And I, you know, I've. Or, I've, or go online and read it. It's online. Go online. We have links off of our Facebook page and uh, other places. And but so. But the correction that you started this whole. The correction was, was. that uh, Double D and Wonder Boy are not siblings. They are father and son. But you guess right. in the which paper one it is says, the yeah, in the paper it says David Davenport and Alex Davenport siblings, right? Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah. 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 And that's fine. Wow. I mean, you know. What are you, the eldest and. He's the oopsie. Don't get him started because he was doing this. I'm my, I'm my own grandpa routine. All oh, no. Week we long, had to go know, through so. the whole mind warp of like. Yeah. If, I, if he's my son, then is my daughter, my aunt, and is my grandma, my cousin. You know, it was you like got a, it all screwed up. But it was, anyway. Uh, I, I think that's from sniffing chemicals. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. <laughs> Stay away from the glue, man. All right. Well, we have a big program lined up for you today. We have uh, s- several guests, Dante. We have Afraid of Figs, uh, Mike Wally Walter. Matt, uh, I mean, a, a leaf, Skyrocket Love, and Northwest Suns, all on the big program today. Ooh, and the first lots. band up that we had a really fun time with, Afraid of Figs. She'll spark a fire that soon will fizzle. Had a brainstorm once, much like a drizzle. Listen, talk a bit louder, and I'll pretend to listen. So sweet you're giving us a big old cavity. Off your feet again, defying gravity. Sad as a man who's never been hugged. Bright as a light that's come unplugged. Hey, hey. you're in Barbie with your 
All right, everybody. First guest today on the big program is a great band out of Seattle. Uh, the name of the band, of course, is Afraid of Figs, and that was Riddlin' Barbie, a song off of their brand new CD, which is titled I Ate a Vegan. And I've been instructed on how to say vegan. 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 And, and uh, if you were listening to the uh, Northwest music scene a couple of weeks ago, they uh, ran a, a bit of a poll or contest on their uh, Facebook page. And whoever had the most responses, they would play a few of their songs. And of course, Afraid of Figs won. We had the largest poll. Yeah, the largest poll. Congratulations on that. Which is pretty rare. It's always nice to have the largest poll, especially in Seattle. You can do lots with that. <laughs> uh, so in the studio today, we have T and Chris with us. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Good. I'm, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming in. I like we, your place. This is really spiffy. I like it. Oh, yeah. We got the whole we got the whole Big Twelve conversation out of the way. Nebraska versus Texas. I think we're okay. I think we're good. We're friends. <laughs> That's we're still, right. Yeah. We Big didn't, didn't come to blows. If you were Oklahoma, it would be different. <laughs> That's right. We'd have a Red River rivalry right in the middle of the carpet here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you guys. So afraid of figs. You guys have a brand new CD, and you have a CD release party coming out uh, coming on April second mm -hmm. with Ben Union at Chop Suey, which is up in Seattle. Um, tell us a little bit about the CD and what you know. How long you've been working on it? Um, you know, how many? How did you come to the conclusion on the amount of songs? Did some get left behind? Um, tell us about the the work that went into making your CD. Sure, well, it's a it's a silver circle. It's about yay big. And uh, disc we, sized, compact. It, disc sized. You went, compact. you went with the silver, not the gold. <laughs> we decided. Well, we didn't have the money for the gold. <laughs> a, little, a little bit pretentious, you know, gold already. <laughs> <laughs> We've been working on it for a um, year and boy, a half. About a year and a half. Yeah. And uh, up at Blue U Studios up in um, Whidbey Island, and we, uh, yeah. It's music. It's <laughs> well, and it's I, recorded and it's and, available and on a can, round silver disc thing. I was going to say, yes. you, know, you did ask about uh, the, the selection process. It's kind of like uh, mm. picking your favorite children. It's like, you know, oh, that child's uh, not going to eat tonight because there's a few where you just you, you want the song <laughs> on there and you can't do it. And Crazy C starves its children. I yeah. think that, that's the moral <laughs> of the story. <laughs> No, but I know, you know, for a lot of bands um, going through the recording process, it can be uh, it can be a lot of fun. It can be intense at, as, at times. Um, it can it's be work. contentious. Mm -hmm. it's, work. it's work. What was it like for you guys? Did it bring you guys together? Or are you guys barely hanging by a thread now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to go away. We decided uh, we had the opportunity to record it here locally and we decided um, to go away to a place where it's a mis, a mi, mystical place. place. Yeah. <laughs> With the island. We, exactly. Yeah. Where it's we were, we were staying at, well, yeah. the producer has a house and he has a studio behind the house and we, uh, we stayed yeah, in a cabin really. And we stayed there and we ended up, uh, <laughs> playing Monopoly till about four in the morning each night and Scrabble. <laughs> that is so <laughs> rock and roll. You guys. <laughs> that is. And yeah, Monopoly Wild parties Scrabble. with Scrabble and Monopoly. Yeah, that was afraid of fixing Drinking a bunch of, of tea. Yeah, pretty much. Because yeah. he was, trying yeah. was it at least strip? Good. You know, Scrabble or something. Strip Scrabble. No, we did come up with new the words. Largest pull. We came up with yeah. We came Aquaria. up with a lot of new words. Well, the, the deal was if you could if you could make a word up that, with your tiles and everybody instantly lost it, it counted. Nice. So Aquaria was a great Aquaria one. That's when you have to go one. to the bathroom so bad oh. stuff shoots out your butt. What was when EJ come up with? Water, water shoots out your right. butt. Aquaria. What, what was EJ's one with the? It's oh, a pistol, pistol C. C. Pistol C. to use all his letters. And, yeah. uh, I love it. Um, innocent fun, I guess. Well, let's go. Into another song off of uh, this brand new fine CD that you have that we are playing in uh, pretty good rotation right here on NWCZ Radio. This is the title song off of the CD, I Ate a Vegan. Mm -hmm. 
to recycle, it's a lot of work. Dividing garbage makes me feel just like a jerk. Got a carbon footprint the size of Peru. All right, I love that song. I ate a vegan, which is the song off of the CD titled "I Ate a Vegan." I want to ask you guys about that song because sure. from you're from you're well, you're in Seattle now. I know uh, T, you're not originally from Seattle. No. Well, and Chris, you're not either. No, so Nebraska. Uh, you guys are transplants, like a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> if there's an anti-Seattle song ever, <laughs> like anti-Seattle an, an anthem, anthem, pretty much. <laughs> that's this has got to be at the top. And so, so I'm wondering, were you? Um, what was your thought behind writing it? And were you afraid of any sort of um, you know, backlash, backlash or, 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 you know, or people being concerned Off about it? Figs. I'm, I'm never, well, to answer the second part first, I'm never afraid of any kind of backlash no. because we, you know, we, we welcome it. Publicity is publicity. Yeah. And, and, and if you feel a certain way as an artist, you, you just say it. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I have to censor myself a little bit, but uh Coming here from New York City, where everybody says it how it is, you know, you may not like it, you know, I like you, I don't like you, boom, two first right two seconds face, of meeting right? somebody. Exactly. <laughs> and you come here, and everybody says, the first thing I heard a lot of was, hey, let's hang out sometime. When is sometime? Never. It doesn't, yeah, sometimes mean, so I figured out uh, yes means maybe, maybe means no. And uh, especially when you're asking people to come to your show. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I Ate a Vegan was about um, just my general angst about Seattle. We've had we've Being had another towner. Yeah. Yeah. We've had some uh, some people who've reviewed us who've said, oh, they're they're too funny. They're too they're, they're not too goofy. Yeah. They're not grungy enough. They're not angry enough. And, and I was pretty pissed off when I came here. And most of the <laughs> funniest stuff that I've written has come out of a lot of anger and angst. But sure. we put it like in a, you know, Sesame Street format and people are like, oh, it's it's all happy, and you listen to the lyrics like, oh, yeah. huh. You're, you're like, driving wow. your SUV and, into the river or whatever. Yeah, you're talking about your carbon footprint is... I uh, thought the I ate a vegan was about like a hot vegan girlfriend. You know, the size... <laughs> well, we've had that too from our lesbian uh, viewers and listeners. But we, <laughs> this could be their song. But yeah, your carbon f- uh, footprint the size of Peru, and then you talk about, um, you know... Um, you know, wasting a tr- wasting uh, trees is disrespectful, you know, and, and so forth like that. It's um, I'm with you because this whole sorting stuff out and having five <laughs> trash cans well, or a recycle can, but that's not the that's not the glass can that goes into this part right here. And don't put the box in there because it's got something on it or in it or what. And it's like I don't even know anymore. Well, I go into Whole Foods and my head's going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, my and, biggest problem with it. I mean, uh, I understand it and get it, but I'm I I get confused as to what 
you get overwhelmed by it all. You have good yeah. intentions, but it kind of gets. And then the glass, exactly. like I have to actually drive someplace and use up gas and fossil fuels to go do my glass, so I don't <laughs> net, get net, that. You're probably part. losing anyway. There well, you he, go. Gets, <laughs> he gets pissed at me when I bring when I bring water bottles I into do. the uh, into the band. I've become <laughs> Seattle. I mean, it's like and I get that thing recycled, and it's like, well, what are we writing about? <laughs> well, that, that's the thing, though, is I, I really I think I would I would drive around and shoot people all over the city if <laughs> right. I didn't have the opportunity to write music. <laughs> Thank God for music. Now, when did you come here? When did you come here from New York? When did you get here? What about four years? God, time flies. Yeah, about four years. Yeah. And, and you uh, were you were involved in the music scene over there in New well. York City. I was in yeah. a band called Real Live Girl. Played and so, what 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 do you see uh, now playing in on the West Coast and having been in the scene over on the East Coast? What, what are some of the differences and similarities? What, what what's your take on what's going on out well, here? Well, I, I was in a similar but different band in in New York. We were scared to be as geeky as we are here. And, <laughs> and, well, I got your ass kicked in New York for that shit. Well, it, it was so much that, that a lot of the venues didn't want to bring you in, but we we built the following and they had to bring us in because they were making money and that's really what it's about. Right. Um, not for bands so much, but for the venues. And here, I see that there's... Uh, people are a lot more open-minded to having fun, even though this is where grunge came from. And I think, you know, Cobain and Cornell and all, all the people that wrote a lot of the great grunge songs, I think what came out of them is what's coming out of me. It's all, it's all a lot of... <laughs> You know, I things that you don't like, but it comes out in a humorous way for me. Right, tongue in cheek. Um, but well, I do find that Seattle's a lot more open armed to that type of thing. There's a geek and, community, right? Well, yeah, the, yeah. Well, yeah we have a big geek rock geek yeah. community yeah. over kind of in Portland, geek rock. I up mean, to it, Seattle and Bellingham, and so it's almost become acceptable. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is really. I mean, and the some more people the are more like closet geek fans, you, you know, the more geeky you can, us. Yeah, well, but the more geeky you can be up here, yeah. it's the more hip and cool you are, which is yeah. which is not the case in other parts of the country. You right. know, it's, it's the whole tech. Well, you thing. see bands. I just got sexy down. I don't know how to shift to geeky. <laughs> <laughs> geeky you can chic. be sexy geeky. <laughs> a sexy geek. My girlfriend. Put, is just sexy put a pair of glasses on. Go for the school teacher. Pencil protector. That'd be hot. What I like too is you know a band like President. United States came out of here and they're and they're you know a dorky band who made it really big yes and uh hey Marcellus um hey Marcella, and yeah. uh it's French pronounce that yeah whatever <laughs> that I won't do uh, <laughs> but then bands like Ben Union who we're playing with I think they're a bit geeky I think you um, the book on connectors we played with yeah they're, they're quickie uh yep. it's a punk band but still geeky yep. punk right band. even though they don't want it they don't want to believe they are but they are they yeah. have a nerd aspect to them yeah there's a nerd rock yeah. aspect, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I'd we'd like to kind of create a movement here, just like grunge was. Uh, we'd like to create a movement with a lot of bands who are willing to, you know, I, I push think, that envelope. It's a different envelope, right? You know what? I yeah, and I think it's actually a little scarier to kind of lay yourself out and and not have to try to look cool and gaze at your shoes for an hour and a half. Well, that and you know, it's much harder to write a song about you know eating vegans or or Facebook than it's about a relationship. I mean, everyone can relate to that, but to think of a topic that's unique and almost kind of polarizing is is harder to do. Yeah. My girlfriend sucks. I want to kill her. Well, right, okay, I great. That, right. my, and sometimes my girlfriend does suck. Sometimes I want to kill her. Um, by the so way, that's that's your, that thing. would be your alter ego thrash metal band. <laughs> but, but we could, but we can say it a different way. Right. right. And you mentioned Facebook. Let's go into that song because this is another great song off of the album. I ate a vegan, afraid of figs, Facebook friend.
All right. Uh, great irony there. Facebook friend. is something. Facebook is like something that we all need, but we kind of hate at the same time. Love it, hate it's, it. It's a it's time there. killer, <laughs> but it's a great social media. I think uh, I met every single one of you on Facebook first. Uh, <laughs> maybe you could have. Now, the world we live in. You're, you are two, obviously, of your band. T- tell us about the rest of the band and, and tell us how you guys all got together. They're sure. a bunch of jerks. Yeah, well, there's no <laughs> way they're not here. They yeah. stood us up. <laughs> we gave them the wrong address. <laughs> that was by design. They're in five somewhere. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I want to answer that, and I'll, I'll, I'll let Crazy C answer that. But I did want to say something about the Facebook friend. We have a video coming out, which is going to be amazing, and we're just waiting yeah. for it to get done. But um, you don't even know this, I don't think. I wrote it because a girl that I was kind of dating or <clears throat> sleeping with at the time, <laughs> she, uh, she kept poking me, and I didn't know what the hell what the poking hell's a poke? was. I don't and, understand that at all. Right. Yeah. And, and especially if I mean, we're I poking each poke. other in real life, so what's the point of that? <laughs> So oh, is that a good thing? Right? I decided I, I, I <laughs> wanted to find a way to say don't want to be your Facebook friend, so I wrote it. <laughs> so did you know that? You didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. I did not know that. So the, the, the rest band. of the band members. And yeah. Rainbow you... and bass. Yep. Yep. So uh, <laughs> for trade, I'm a recruiter. I'm a tech recruiter for a living, so I, I, I find people for a living. <laughs> so, uh, you're Craigslist. not you're a rock star. No, uh, nobody, right. Uh. There's a little bit of both there. So anyway, uh, put up a Craigslist ad, and, and we made it. We kind of did a weed out rather than a weed in. It's like, hey, we don't want this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And it narrows it down to you know a geek rocker without an ego with a good attitude and, and good chops. And, uh, and he has no ego. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't have everything, but uh, no, he's a fantastic bassist, yeah. very skilled. And he's really, he's the heart and soul of the band from a musical perspective. He really ties it together. That's fair. And then uh, EJ, if you want to talk about EJ a little bit, because you met him first. EJ is uh, just a really deep character. He, he's, he and I were writing music initially. And Our it guitarist, was, yeah. Yeah, and, and he's a phenomenal guitar player. And, and it was, uh, it was just... Uh, Dark stuff. We were, we were both in, in kind of a mood where we'd get together and just write really dark stuff. And then when Chris, Crazy C, when he came into the band, it couldn't be dark. He's just, there was nothing <laughs> dark about him. So it had to be, so we decided how can we write, you know, the dark things we have in us, how can we get it out but in a happy way? And I said, well, God, I mean, you know, this went back to Bare Naked Ladies and Ben Folds and, you know, Lemonheads and some they of my favorite bands. They have a lot of dark music, even though it doesn't right. sound dark. Major right. progression. You wouldn't and, know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, EJ, um, just, uh, God, I, you, you could take an hour talking about him and I don't know how to sum him up in, in a short period of time, but just a phenomenal guitar player and he's flat out talented. a really, a really good guy. Um, yeah, even his picture on your website, he's wearing a shirt that says, come to the dark side. <laughs> I, we, we have, have cookies. cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, there's that, there's that he dark, has a geek sarcastic element too, though, sense. He plays video yeah. games and, and stuff. he's from yeah. New York as well, right? And EJ's a Long yeah. Island boy. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's true. And and Rainbow is uh, from New Jersey. Actually, you know what? Renton, our drummer, is the only local. Now I think about it. Yeah. Go figure. Chicken. Yeah, chicken. Yeah, chicken. And chicken is just, uh, he's he's like our little brother. <laughs> he's quite a bit younger than we all are. And when we met him, we, at first, it, it was almost like we were going to weed out the possibility of having him. We were trying out a bunch of different drummers. Nope. And we had just lost our drummer, Behard. Uh, who we we really liked, but we had to we had to part ways for scheduling scheduling else, reasons, yeah. really. Yeah. Yep. And um, when Chicken came in, we just said, "Oh, this guy's too young. He's going to be immature." He's going, and he just started to play, and we all just kind of looked at each other after two songs, uh, like, hmm. and we just went, "Ooh, we got to get him right now." <laughs> we we walked out of the studio, and uh, 
we just walked out of the studio and we looked at each other and we went, all right, this is the guy. This is the guy, yeah. yeah. And it turns out he's such a positive guy. Wise too. beyond his years. Yep. Um, he's he never has a bad of, thing to say. Yeah, he's been the head of his own bands and he's had to do all the work. So he was refreshed that we actually have a marketing background. Yeah, we, we have a few <laughs> leaders in this band and and the egos, um, you know, I, I probably have the biggest ego. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Ass>. mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, but, and, no, we but there are some big we egos in the band. Uh, but but chicken, no ego. Yeah. Well, let's and let's we gel together. Let's get to the question of the interview because it's the elusive answer that we've all been chasing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is something that nobody has yet to figure out, and we we really would like an exclusive okay. right here on the program. <laughs> Why are you afraid of figs? And why did you <laughs> name your band? Who, Who's how, what yeah. came up with Afraid <laughs> give, of Figs? Give it up. Well, give we, it up. We named our band Afraid of Figs because Afraid of Amish would be racist. Even though they probably never find us. They probably never find us. Is that why you moved out here from Nebraska? <laughs> the Amish were taking <laughs> over? Amish. He was heading east and then he turned, made a U-turn and here he is. <laughs> Lordy. Uh, so, I mean, but figs, you know, we're not known for figs out here. Um, is it just a place in the grocery aisle that you just are shy away from? <laughs> well, here, I'll, I'll, I'll answer <laughs> it with a question. Great. When you hear Afraid of Figs, what's the style of that music? Hmm. Well, see, I've heard your music now. But when you when I was first approached and said, hey, we're this band, Afraid of Figs. I would, think, figs, it's funny. See, I would yeah. think it was quirky and funny. I, I mean, it, boom, right on the head, yeah. right? We had all these goofy side names where it's like, uh, found missing or what was another one that uh, I don't even remember. Mud bath for grandma. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. some of them like they didn't like some of those names are kind of elusive and maybe but it kind is of very catchy. A, a lot like bare naked ladies, you, right? Yeah, you know, bare naked ladies is going to be a funny band. You know that when you, you hear you the know name. something right. is is quirky about these guys. That's right. But know. again, there's you know it, we're. I always thought it was to... a marketing ploy. If you saw bare naked ladies on a marquee, well, there's yeah. that too. <laughs> You're in there. You know? <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, if they put up afraid of figs, people are like, what is this? Some kind of uh, meat convention. We know. had about. It is some kind of meat. Sausage fest. The largest polls. Actually, sausage fest was it was one it of was the potential. Of um, not band names, but uh, CD names. Yeah. <laughs> um, we I were gonna it. have a bunch of a bunch of Germans dancing around. With, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but it, yeah, if you look at uh, at our CD booklet, which is our beautiful. Yeah, it's this is, a, very, this is a great package you guys have on your CDs. Thanks. Thank you. So so far, we've been told we have long poles in a great pack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back. <laughs> if, but if you look at the CD, it's it's actually got a list of all the names we almost called the CD and all the names we almost called ourselves. It's on the headlines. Oh, of the right packet. here. Yeah. 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 I should have done that with my daughter's birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, real quick before we wrap this up and everybody afraid of figs, our guests today, uh, T and Chris in the studio, they have a CD release party for this fine CD, I Ate a Vegan, April 2nd Mm -hmm. at Chop Suey, which is up on Capitol Hill. Uh, On that bill is Ben Union, one of our friends from the South Sound, and that's going to be a great show, I can tell you right now. Letters from Traffic is our opening band. Oh, very good. good. So it's even better. Good, good, good stuff. And Um, it's probably sold out, so (laughs) good luck getting a ticket. (laughs) That's great. So what are we doing here? (laughs) Well, check your uh, StubHub, your local StubHub. Go go to AfraidOfFigs.com. Com for the next next couple of days, we might still have some tickets, and and uh, we'd love to meet some new friends. We have Absolutely. we have about five hundred of our current friends coming, but it'd be great to meet some new Absolutely. people. And only half of them are Facebook friends, so there you go. go, go, go. <laughs> the rest are MySpace. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, no, but so uh, my question is. Um, 
with the release of the CD and mm-hmm. you and you guys seem to be rolling right now. You have your CD release party coming up, yep. and um, things you're getting. We're you know we're playing you, and you're getting some notoriety. Do you guys have any uh, long-term goals? What, what are your plans coming up for um, the next several months question. and so forth? Tour? Are you guys going to... Well, male prostitution. Nice. And then yeah, you got to fund this CD somehow. Pays better than being in a band, <laughs> huh? Right. We, uh, we, I no, thought we, that's what a band was. <laughs> we just... No, actually it is. <laughs> no, we just we really appreciate uh, you guys giving us an opportunity Absolutely. and everybody who's given us an opportunity. It's, it's so easy for stations and places like yourselves to say you know we want the cool guys and and i think and i think at the end of the day we're we're as real as anybody um maybe more so uh but hopefully we also make you laugh it doesn't all have to be about pain and suffering all the time and you know we just want to get bigger and bigger and and i think there's a big audience out there for us it's just a matter of people like you helping us do it so and, thank you and we are going to we are planning a tour right now probably a west coast tour in the coming west coast or, or sound we haven't figured out yet but uh, in the coming summer basically we're going to put well, something together so let us know and we will you know we'll shout that out to the people where you're going to be and so forth cool. we think you're cool <laughs> i like your stuff uh we Thanks. really uh, we've gotten good response uh playing it on the station and so congratulations on the cd i know you're going to knock them out at the cd release party <laughs> Thank you guys for being here today. Thanks Afraid of Figs, Chris and T. Thank you guys. Thanks Thank so much. You. Hey, South Sounders. Looking for something different to do this weekend? Here's what's happening at the Tacoma Comedy Club. This week at the Tacoma Comedy Club, on Wednesday, we have the open mic at 8 p.m. Thursday, we have Great Grit City Comedy at 8 p.m. And it's only $10. Friday and Saturday, we have Bob Rivers with special guest Kermit Appeal at 8 o'clock and another show at 10.30. It's only $15, and just to be sure, we have moved to 933 Market Street, so be sure to go down to the Tacoma Comedy Club at 933 Market Street. Tacoma Comedy Club, located at 6th and Tacoma Avenue in downtown Tacoma, online at tacomacomedyclub.com. Give them a call at 253-282-7203. All right, I did not know Bob Rivers uh, did comedy. I I didn't realize. That. I, I thought maybe you made a mistake. A host. I thought maybe you were supposed to say Andrew Rivers because that's his son. He does stand up, but I know Bob's hitting the air on April first, so maybe it's a promo type thing. Maybe I know Bob's funny. Oh, he is funny. No, he's a funny guy. I just so, never knew he did stand up. So we'll find out. I think I might head down Could there be for a that fun experience. I'll tell you when you should head down to to the Tacoma Comedy oh, Club. Oh yes. You guys, okay, everybody, hang on because we're dropping it right now. We're going to be pushing it, obviously, more as we go along. But this is our really our first mention of it. Thursday, April twenty eighth. April twenty eighth. The Northwest Convergence Zone and NWCZ Radio presents a night of fun and laughter. That's right. We're going to have Jeremy Whitman and Susan Jones and Adam Norwest, and I will be there, too. And we're going to have a band, too, after the comedy. Now, that is a stellar lineup right there. That is a stellar lineup. Jeremy Whitman, who we've had on this program several times, hilarious. Yes. Adam Norwest, who is one of the better, I mean, he's really one of the best Northwest stand-up comics I've seen. Yes, he is. And Susan Jones is the queen. She's the queen bee. She's she is the big Kahuna sort of. All speak. of which have been on this show. <laughs> All have been on, and you've been on our show. And I've been on this show a lot. <laughs> I, I'm practically 
Never mind. And you're going to you're going to be emceeing that, and <laughs> yes. we're all going to be down there. And uh, what do do we have a price on that yet, or no? I thought it was ten dollars. I believe it is ten bucks, and uh, you can go to brownpapertickets.com. Not quite yet, but it will it will we will let you know when. Ten bucks. That's all it is. We're going to have three comedians. Well, four TK will be there and a band uh, to follow the comedians. It's going to be a night. It's going to be a fun night, folks. They're in a brand new location. What's the address on that again? Nine three three Market Street. Nine three three Market Street in Tacoma, Tacoma Comedy Club, and the Northwest Convergence Zone. And it's going to be great fun. So really, do come out. Yeah, we want to pack the place. Uh, we're not getting any money off of this. This is we're just paying the performers. You know. Uh, and so it's just all about getting together and having a good time. This is like a prequel to our anniversary party that's happening in June. Although I do want to make one note that we have given permission to the comedians to roast all the members of the Northwest Convention Oh, Zone. are you serious? Yes. They're going to get up and make fun of us? Yes, I'm going to provide them with pictures. Boxy's going to wear ear earmuffs <laughs> so she can't hear it. She's sensitive. <laughs> Don't make me cry. Okay. I, I just won't get any of the jokes. Yeah, and so. Double D will be confused. <laughs> we'll explain them to you later. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of great comedians, we had a stellar one in here uh, today. Mike Wally Walter, who is a, a legend around here and is a fantastically funny man. And we were, you know, we were privileged and honored to have him come into the cave. We had a conversation with Mike, and here's how that went. All right, everybody, our next guest on the big program is a very, very funny man. Mike Wally Walters joining us today. He has a gig coming up on March 26th at Swanee's in Shoreline. If you have not seen Mike Wally Walter, I highly recommend it. He is uh, fantastically funny, uh, described as kind of a mix between Don Rickles and Jonathan Winters. And I say that's not accurate enough because this guy's just as funny as both of them, and if you if you watch his his, his uh, YouTube videos and if you've ever seen him, you know what I'm talking about. Mike, it's good to have you in. Thanks. Well, it's nice to be here. It's good to have you in. And um, tell us a little bit about <clears throat> you know stand up. We, we have had a lot of comedians come through here. Yes, and, we have. Uh, have you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We we love we love the comedians, and and that's one so, of. The, so it's taking so long to get me here. Huh? <laughs> oh no, I had to track you down. Really? Yeah. 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 You well, that's right because I don't work in this. Area. Yeah, you were high on the list, um, but you've been in it for for some time. And Thirty years. It's yeah, that's that's that is amazing I'm because old. it is a true art form. And tell us a little bit about you know what took you into it and how you've persevered over these years doing stand up, which is a brutal art. Um, uh, alcohol, number one, <laughs> was was the main reason I got into it. I, uh, I I I was I was a vice president of a local union and a box maker for 14 years and I was celebrating the birth of my son and I was downtown getting drunk in Olympia, Washington and I signed up for a contest and three days later they called me up and said you signed up for this contest do you still want to do it and I go what is it and they go so you think you're funny contest and I went well yeah I'm funny <laughs> so I said keep me on I said, what do I got to do he said you got to write 15 minutes of material so I wrote down 15 minutes of material my wife giving birth to a baby which is still in my act now to that this day. Bit, to this Good day, stuff. that bit is still in my act. That's, wow. Yeah, stuff. 30 years. And, uh, a lot uh, of traction on that one. Yeah. I, uh, sure well, I've added to it and that. dropped the stuff. Well, it's, it's like my, my first ex-wife. Oh, okay. okay. It's okay then. Yeah, it's okay. We don't talk. She's, she's long gone. So I, uh, I entered the contest, and I came in second in the contest. And the nice. MC actually talked me into going up to Seattle and starting to hit the open mics up there. I live in Olympia. So I would drive, go to work at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, get home, take a nap. 
get up, get dressed, go up to Seattle, hit the open mics, and you could hit five open mics during the week. Wow. Back in those days. Back wow. in the old days, you know, when they had dinosaurs and stuff running around Seattle. <laughs> in Seattle. Yeah. In Seattle. They just run, wander through the streets. The Rainosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that, and then, uh, uh, then I got hurt on the job, and I had no other training, so I just went into comedy and uh, started out doing that. It used to be 50 bucks a sandwich and all the beer you could drink when you started out. So That was your pay? That was the pay. That was it. So yeah. You, yeah. you got to eat and drink. Eat and drink. And and you had your roof and over your head. Bucks. It's like almost working bucks. a gig in Gig Harbor, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, now, now, 30 years later, you still get the 50 bucks, no sandwich, and two beers. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And, a roof, and you get a roof over your head is for it, Is it 50 minutes. bucks you haven't seen now? Well, no, no. no? Uh, 50 bucks if you uh, feature. If you feature. Yeah. Really? 50 wow. to $75. See. Well, now tell us about... Um, I, you've traveled a lot, and I know that you've you've played, you know, some in front of some big name acts, and I, and I'll go through those in a moment. And you've opened for some some huge names uh, in the music business and in comedy, and you've been in Reno and all over. Tell, tell us a little bit about your travels. What's what what toll does that take on a comedian? Do you enjoy that aspect? Of I it? have five ex wives. <laughs> <laughs> does that say it all? Right there? <laughs> that is. I mean, because well, like I'm looking. Because the first ex wife, I had nothing to do with comedy. Had nothing to do with comedy at all. I married her. I was married to her for eight years, but I took a lot of drugs back in those days. And uh, the first six years, I quit taking drugs after the first six years, and then I spent the next two years realizing, holy shit, her face really does look like it's melting. <laughs> <laughs> but listen to this, Boxy. Okay, you ready for this? Um, listen to this lineup. These are concerts that Mike has opened for. Huey Lewis in the News. Beach Boys, B.B. King, Foghat, Edgar Winters, Three Dog Night, David Crosby, Robert Cray, Jeff Healy, Starship, Quiet Riot, wow. John Mayhall, Charlie Daniels, Tanya Tucker, Rita Coolidge. Wow. Those aren't, those aren't slouches. You Steppenwolf. A, you need a chick roadie? <laughs> <laughs> Steppenwolf. I did Steppenwolf. Wow. Uh, he's, been, he's been on TV. He's been finalist in several competitions. I mean, this, this guy, is he is amazing. You play, you do Reno quite a bit, don't you? No, not Reno. I actually uh, I do Laughlin. In oh, Vegas. you do Laughlin yeah. now. Okay. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> in fact, what is, I, I did a year on Laughlin. So, what is Harris. that like? What is that like? Because here in the Northwest, um, you know, we're. It's, I assume it's a different crowd because we live here, we're working, we go, and we go out for a couple of laughs, a beer, whatever. People who are going to, to Laughlin or to any of those casinos. Are all old. They're all old. Oh, really? well, they're on vacation. They're, yeah. Some of them have just lost a ton of money or some have won a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's lots of different personalities coming into that show. What's the challenge for you? Nothing. It's the same thing as doing anything else. I mean, they're in there. They're, they're in there. Number one, they're in there to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I quit considering myself to be a comedian. I'm no longer a comedian. Oh, dear. No, uh -oh. I'm an entertainer. We got the wrong guy. He's, yeah, no, no. He's, no, I'm an, he's an no. entertainer. He's more I'm an than entertainer. A I'm more than a comedian, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you go to these places and want to, and, and here, here's, my, here's my view on this. People want to be entertained. That's what they Absolutely. want. They want to go in and have a good time. Uh, uh, today's young comedians want to prove a point to them or whatever. And to me, it's just people want to be entertained. I'm going to I'm going to make them have a good time. That's it. I'm going to entertain them. They're going to laugh. They're going to get out of the place. They're going to have a good time for the night. And they're going to walk away feeling good about themselves. You know, you go to places like Laughlin and I did a year in Laughlin, uh, in a big production show. It was the best, best gig of my life. I did eight 12 minute sets a week. 
Wow. wow. And then yeah. just got to hang out the rest of the time? They gave me a place to live. Wow. I got all my meals at Harris. I played a lot of golf while I was living down there. I like there. the way you say it, though. I did a year. Like, it was <laughs> time. Time. That was it. It was time. It was time. That was it. It was like, I got a, I got a produ- I mean, I, I got hired by this production company. I worked in the Topless Review for the, a year. That was wow. the, the showgirls and the Rhinestone. Showgirls. And then the Rhinestone Cowgirls was the uh, G-rated or PG-rated show that I did that we did that throughout the entire week. And then on uh, now, Greg Thursday, Thompson, that's a Seattle-based Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, he used to be big. He used to have shows all over the country. Yeah. Now he's just doing one show with Sonny. Oh, is that all? That's his wife, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, he used yeah. to do... He was located down on Elliott Avenue. Uh-huh. And, and he's they still were, down there. Oh, is he? Yeah. Because I would go by there, and, yeah, they would have a list of all the stuff they were working on. Yeah. And he did a lot what of things. What a great gig. I bet. It sounds yeah. great. Now, your comedy, um, from the from the time you started to now 30 years later, how would you say it... Um, has changed or progressed um you know going crowds that come in to see you now um because you know stand-up comedy goes up and down in popularity Mm -hmm. and waves there's times when it's really hot and there's a bunch of people on the you know on the national scene that everybody's like oh yeah we love stand-up and another time it kind of dips down and everybody goes to you know sitcoms or whatever and but for you being a stand-up comedian and being in it so long have, has your approach changed? Have, have, has your observation changed? Or what's what's been the process for you in writing jokes, telling jokes, and so forth? It's taken me thirty years to build an hour and a half act that's a surefire hit every time. I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but but I'm pretty consistent when I go on stage. Well, There's yeah. nothing wrong with bragging. Yeah. No. It takes a long time to hone that down to its perfect state. Yeah. I mean, I it can't was, even was, imagine getting up for an hour and a half. And, and having, knowing that's my job to make people laugh and be entertained for an hour yeah. and a half, guaranteed every night, and that's my bread and butter. That that it, yeah. that's that's why I call it, it. It's it's an amazingly, fantastically, but brutal art form. Yeah, you know how do you deal with hecklers? Chew them up and spit them out. <laughs> he does. He's amazing Seriously. with hecklers. I've seen him. I, with you know, you know actually, it was, I go I go into a show and I approach a show and I've got a set act. You know, this is what right. I'm going to do for the show. But I like to leave a lot of it open to riffing with the audience. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do really good audience work as far as uh, connecting with the audience. And, and in fact, the last night I did a show at the Great American Casino and, uh, in, uh, in, in Lakewood? In, no, in Tukwila. Oh, Tukwila. Oh, yeah, that I did the one, one okay. in Tukwila. And um, uh, I got done doing my hour, and the guy came up and said, would you do an encore? And I went, yeah. And he goes, this is the bit I want you to do, and this is the bit. And I'm going, oh, my God, I haven't done those bits in years. I totally forgot <laughs> all about them. And I said, you know what? I, I got to go back and look at videotapes from the, from the old days and remember those bits. Because Refresh I've, yourself. Yeah, I've picked up a lot of stuff, and, and you know, I've, I've written a lot of stuff and added new stuff. And I don't necessarily sit down and write. It's just I come up with an idea, and I go, okay, I'm going to throw it out now and see how it works. And uh, that that's my process. What what do you what would you consider to be your um, best moment or uh, fondest moment on stage? Best moment or fondest moment on stage? Oh my God! Ooh, Don Rickles. Don, well, Don Rickles. You know, meeting Don Rickles and then uh, getting permission from Rickles to uh, uh, do his tribute show, which is what I do. So basically, I. So you actually got to meet Don. Oh yeah. Talk to him a little bit. Uh-huh. That would be a There's huge. There's pictures of him on my yeah, website. Yeah, I there. saw that. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. I'm but, curious. Uh, 
when you have like you've had a really bad day or you're really depressed over something and you got to yes. get up there and make people laugh how do, is there something that takes over where just as soon as you're on stage it's it's gone or how do you how do you deal with that i think well i remember this and and and, and it, you just brought this up is uh um the day my dad died my dad passed away in the morning and i was on my way down to aberdeen to do a show and i couldn't find anybody to replace me so i had to go down and do the show the day my dad died wow and uh uh, I did the show and I got a standing ovation, and uh, yeah, that was. Did it, you tell them in the show? No. no, 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 really. No. So did you? No. And you're mentally. This is a tribute to my dad. Yep. And yeah. you just killed That's, it. Yeah, and that you know, I just went out, and hit it, hit it hard, and uh, yeah, I got a standing ovation that night, and it was it was totally awesome. And and then you know, I wiped out afterwards. <laughs> of <know>. course, yeah. <laughs> whimpered <laughs> like a little baby on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Breakdown on I yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so go back and going back to like, um, heckling and, and, you know, like you were talking about Voxy with, you know, hard days and trying to get up on stage, any memories or any, uh, instances where you just felt like it had gone out of control or it was like a, it was like a moment of like, how do I get out of this? Yeah. There, there was a, a place in, in, in North Seattle called the comedy saloon. That's where a lot of people started out at. And, uh, I remember uh, when I was starting to do comedy, uh, I had arranged to go up there and get on the lineup or whatever. And so I drive up from Olympia and I get there and, and I'm watching and there's a heckler in the audience and he's just eating everybody up. He's chewing everybody up. The hecklers and people are walking away with their tails oh, between them. their legs. And I had no heckler material prepared. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea what to do. And so when the MC called my name, I didn't say anything. I just sat there. <laughs> he's going, oh, well, he had to come up from Olympia. So apparently he didn't make it tonight. And then uh, I called him the next day. And uh, uh, I said, yeah, I couldn't make it up. Uh, I was wondering if I could get up again. He goes, yeah, yeah, sure, come up. <laughs> so I came up, and then he's like, you son of a bitch, that was you last night. You just sat there and didn't do anything. Well, I had to sit down and write some heckle lines. I had to get some heckle lines ready for this guy mm-hmm. to, to get him ready. I mean, that was, that was a tough place. That you was had one eight- of the first things you guys all told me was that you have to treat hecklers like a joke. Yeah. You have to write material specifically for hecklers. That's it. So I just, uh, you know, I went through and got all the stock heckle lines because I didn't know any of them and, uh, and, and just well, prepared so, myself for Yeah, them. I would think you would have to because I, I don't know <clears throat> if I could handle, you know, doing a show you like this. You just go, ah, fuck off. Yo, these guys start getting on my case and, I, you know, I get all, I get all you know, nervous and upset and <clears throat> ready to call Control it quits. Control your emotions, yeah. Big D. Come yeah. on. Well, my fourth wife thought she was a comedian. And, uh, uh, my, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing about... Uh, being in comedy and being married is that the people don't understand that when you marry a comedian, you also marry comedy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they don't understand that. And so that's well, and why it's a Isn't the comedy yeah. really, though, the comedy that you're talking about, um, you know, there's the stage act, which is the comedy for the audience. Yeah. But everything else around that, there's the travel to and from the club, there's the, the booking, there's, uh, you know, the, the writing and all it, the business yeah. side and everything. Isn't that, is that what you're talking about as far as marrying yeah, yeah. comedy? There's a lot. Well, you're gone and like the first time I got married, the only time I got married, uh, the last time night, she'll get married. Yeah. You married? <laughs> I got married for three months, three years. Yeah. And, three uh, months. <laughs> three months. I was trying to block it out, but my, those three months were the longest three years of my life. It was my ex-husband would be like, well, why don't you just stay home tonight and we'll have dinner? Yeah. And like pretty I soon I wasn't I going get. anywhere. Yeah. yeah and then what get. about when, when the jokes wind up being written about a situation at home that, you know, 
Like, does that create issues? You you have some funny situation that you make a joke about your wife or your husband or whatnot that maybe they, hear they get a little offended that I, you brought that up in I public. I learned a lesson a long time ago. You never date a comic. You never marry a comic because when you break up, the material's all about yeah. you. Yeah, that's intellectual yeah. property. But, I was you know, fortunate enough that my, when my yeah. fourth wife, who thought she was a comic, wasn't funny enough that she didn't no longer lasted in the business. Otherwise, there would be jokes out there about me today that, that would be happy Yeah, there's a couple comedians that got divorced and um, the two of them make some pretty nasty. bad jokes. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the, I tell you, just from the audience standpoint, and I go to a lot of... Uh, I support the comics. I go to a lot of stand-up comedy. And right, really? You've never been to any one of my shows? Well, I, I can't get to Reno. Yeah. <laughs> I don't work I have, I have actually seen you once. I've been... and uh, Yeah, Laughlin, whatever. I, I have seen you once. I Where? saw you one time. At, it was in Seattle at... Um, it was like probably six. Wasn't, wasn't the Comedy Underground? No, it wasn't the Comedy it. Underground. It was. I'm uh, on their blacklist. Were you in? Was it Bellevue? <laughs> were you in Bellevue, or was it over in the U District? It was one of those. Oh, I used to work Bellevue all the time. It was at a the Bellevue. Comedy Penthouse. Yes, that yeah. would that would have been it. Yeah. I know I have seen your act before. Oh, okay. And so I have, and I want to back in my drunken days when <laughs> I you don't to get you don't recognize that bald head no. shining no. off no. in the no. audience. I recognize no. mine right here. <laughs> There's a but, lot of. Uh, so our guest today is Mike Wally Walter, and you can catch him March 26th at. Swanee's in Shoreline. And real quick before we wrap this up, I want to, I would like to ask you, um, obviously Don Rickles, uh, you're a big fan of absolutely and, and somebody that you admire. Who else, um, who else would you say a, that you admire and B that you, um, draw inspiration from, or that, that, you know, that you looked up to as comedians that you say that's comedy right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jonathan Winters and, uh, Sam Kennison. I got to work with Sam in Houston. Oh, did you? Yeah. How? And t tell us about that real quick. It was just wild. I opened for Talk him. Talk about and, difference. And, and, yeah. John, Jonathan, Jonathan Winters, Winters to Sam Kinnison. You know what happened was I, I used to have long hair and I'd wear a beret and I had a long jacket on once in the airport and people thought I was Kinnison. Uh, I looked like Kinnison. Oh, yeah, I can yeah. see that. Now I'm bald and I look like Rickles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How the hell do you go from that? <laughs> you know? I was like, the guy looked like Sam Kinnison. Oh, look, he looked like Rickles. He now. looks like Rickles. Was, seriously, last time Rickles was at the Snoqualmie Casino, I went up in my tuxedo and I stood out in the lobby having a cigarette and people came up, can we get our picture taken with you? Sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Not, I'm not him. I know. Well, <laughs> yes, you should have signed autographs as Don Rickles. I did five bucks. Well, I didn't. I didn't sign autographs as Rickles. I signed my autograph. One guy got pissed at me because I wouldn't sign his Mister Toy Story uh, uh, potato. Oh, head really? Ball. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Yeah. yeah. He's going, I'm Rickles, funny. you're an asshole. And yeah. I'm going, No, no, no. I'm not Rickles. Rickles is a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an asshole. That, well, I'll dispel that uh, misconception because uh, I have not met Don Rickles, uh -huh. but I've been a big fan of his for a long time, and I've seen lots of documentaries on him. Uh -huh. I've seen his show. The Mr. Warmth. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so meeting him and, and by I like I said, I haven't met him, but by all accounts, I mean, his his act can be brutal. Oh, he's brutal. He, his, but that's a stage thing. That is. You know, when he's off camera and stuff, he's, he seems like a teddy bear. He is just a sweetheart of a guy. Isn't really? that wild? Yeah. Isn't yeah, that... we've communicated on the phone and uh, and and we've, uh, you know, talked backstage at his shows and he just 
both him and his and his manager, who used to be Sinatra's manager. Right, exactly. Yeah, wow. Tony O was Sinatra's manager. Yeah. In fact, when Rickles was signing an autographed picture for me, I looked at him and I said, I just want to tell you what an honor it is to meet you. I, I've always enjoyed you, and you were one of my inspirations when I was starting. And he looked at me and went, thank you. And then I turned to Tony O, and I said, but you, the guy that managed Sinatra, and now you're stuck with Rickles? <laughs> <laughs> Rickles looked at me, oh, yeah, that's very funny. Well, hey, you know what? I know that all the young comedians that have gone out with you recently all say that they've learned a lot from you. So it's a great thing that you do, taking That's, those young What, are you trying out. to go on the road with me? No. Okay. Yes, he is. Of All right. of course. Our guest has been Mike Wally Walter, and I, I can't recommend enough that you get out and see him. March 26th will be your next opportunity. Swanee's in Shoreline. Very, very, very funny man, and uh, you will love his act. Mike, thank you so much for coming in. Well, th- thank you, Big D. Is it Big D? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what that's what they tell us. We don't really know really? for sure. We don't okay. know for sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Everybody's pointing at me, so it must be time to talk. Uh, anyway, yeah. Thanks to Mike for coming in. He is, uh, you know, we're we're a small show for Mike to come in and chat with yeah, us. Yeah, and about. you know what? What's great about him is that he's really jumped the fence. He's no longer just a comedian. He's become an entertainer. Which is more yes. than just being a small-time comedian going around from club to club. I want to so. go see his Don Rickles uh, review or whatever, you know, where he does the Don Rickles um, oh, yeah, set. Amazing. He looks just like him, man, and uh, that was cool that he actually got to meet him. You know, that that's one of the one of the you know, if you have a wish list of people you could actually meet, Don Rickles is on mine. I've always enjoyed that guy. So I kind I saw the picture of the two of them together, and I got. The, I looked and I pointed at Mike and I thought, ah, pointed at the wrong one. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, well, thanks to him for coming in and everybody uh, go out there and uh, see him, uh, see him do his thing because it's well worth it. And that is a man who knows his craft. He's been, you know, honing his skill for years and years and years, 30 years in the business, knows what he's doing and you will be entertained. So, all right, that's it for uh, part one. It's time for us to... Uh, to mosey on over to part two but before we get there we want to leave you with the song by uh, a band that we are going to chat with in the second hour they came in and laid down a live set right here in the studio this is a leaf we'll see you in a couple of minutes hey we're a leaf and uh, this song's called wild white rose
against mine.